and welcome to the 20th and final special Advent episode of the Sailor Time to Pause podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. As we've journeyed through Advent this year, we've been joined by chaplains from our Homelessness Services Unit, who work in our life houses and hostels around the country. They've been helping us to explore the four great themes of hope, peace, love and joy. If you're listening to this on a podcast app and haven't already, go and check out our special Advent videos on our Instagram page, plexus.salvationarmy, or our YouTube channel, Sailor Time to Pause. If Advent wasn't enough for you, we'd like to invite you to join us on Christmas Day as we revisit last year's episode, diving into a festive favourite, O Come All Ye Faithful. But for now, we're joined for the last time by Pamela Smith from Devonport Lifehouse in Plymouth, who's been considering our fourth and final theme of joy. I will stop and breathe in your presence, just breathe, just breathe. Hello. And welcome to our final reflection on Surprised by Joy. And the title for today is Discovering Joy in Unexpected Places. One of the things that I most enjoyed about being in the Holy Land in 2019 was being in the desert. Now I must admit that before I left for the Holy Land, I was not really looking forward to being in the desert. And my brother-in-law, who had organised the tour, had lots of desert stops. Indeed, we began in the Negev Desert and then worked our way north visiting many desert areas in the process. However, over our brief tour, I came to love the desert places. One day, I was on a hilltop in the Jordan Desert when I came across a folded-up go-pack table laying face down on the desert floor. As a Salvation Army officer, I am very familiar with the go-pack table as they are tables which are easy to fold and store away and I have moved many a go-pack table in my life. So what a surprise to see it there in the desert, in the middle of nowhere, just folded up and lying on the ground. It seemed out of place, strange, a surprise. It caught my imagination and I took quite a few photographs of it. Now why am I telling you this? Well, it seems to me for our last talk, I would like to think about finding joy in surprising and unexpected places. And we are going to think about the Christmas story of the shepherds, the story of the wise men, and the Apostle Paul in prison. So first of all, the shepherds. We read in Luke's Gospel, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The shepherds were totally and utterly surprised at the visit of the angels bearing the good news of great joy. In fact, the word used by the Gospel writer Luke is terrified. This was a complete shock. The shock would also have been registered by the first hearers of Luke's Gospel. The good news of great joy being announced to shepherds on the hillside Surely not. Everyone knew that the shepherds were banned from the temple courts, their occupation making them ceremonially unclean to enter the holy place. Shepherds were also looked down on and often regarded as thieves and robbers. As they travelled around the countryside, they were often blamed for anything that went missing. 
they were an easy target. Surely, the news of great joy should have come to the religious leaders of the day or officials in their palaces, but no. The angels brought the good news of great joy to those who were on the edge of society, to those who were often misunderstood and considered outcast. Now let us turn to the wise men. In Matthew's Gospel, we read, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star that they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Matthew is very clear that the Magi, or wise men, were from a far-off land. They have practices which even seem to us today a bit suspect, looking at stars for direction and guidance. And yet, what do we see? The news of great joy comes to these people too, people far off, people who may be considered a bit unusual, a bit different. They saw the star, they saw the Christ child, and they were overjoyed. When we look at the stories of the shepherds and the wise men being the first to hear the good news of great joy, it is almost like the go-pack table in the desert. It's unexpected. This is a bit of a surprise. And yet, maybe this tells us something quite wonderful too. Does it not tell us that the message of Jesus, the one who brings joy and salvation to the world, is a message for us all? We are all included. The message of joy is for us all, for you too. I pray you know it is so. Just one more thing. I cannot really conclude this series of talks without mentioning the Apostle Paul and his letter to the Philippians. The book of Philippians is considered one of the joyous letters in the Bible. It is full of joy and it is well worth a read. In the letter, we read that Paul prays with joy for the believers and he says on a number of occasions, I am rejoicing. And he wrote that great verse, Rejoice in the Lord always and again I will say it, rejoice. We might think that Paul is writing this letter sunning himself by the Mediterranean, but he is in fact in prison, not knowing whether he would live or die. In a prison cell, Paul was full of joy. How could this be? How could Paul know joy in a prison cell? There is perhaps only one real explanation. Paul knew the joy that is in the heart of God. Paul, like Sarah, knew the joy of being part of God's plan for the world. Paul had experienced the light of Christ on the Damascus Road. And Paul, like the shepherds, knew that the message of Jesus Christ was for him too, even though he considered himself to be the worst of sinners. I pray that this Advent season, and especially at Christmas time, you will be surprised by the joy of the Lord. I pray that you will know this message of joy is for you. And I pray that you, you will draw near to Jesus, the source of all joy. May God bless you. The questions for today. Have there been times when you have discovered the joy of the Lord in unexpected, unusual or difficult circumstances? Are there people today who feel excluded from the message of great joy? How can we help people know the message of Jesus is for them too? Is there someone who you would like to pray for and help this Christmas time to help them know that the joy of the Lord is for them too? 
Thank you for listening. I hope you have found these short reflections helpful and I wish you a very happy, blessed and joy-filled Christmas. May God bless you. Pamela. Though the tears may fall, my song will rise, my song will rise to you. Though my heart may fail, my song will rise, my song will rise to you. While there's breath in my lungs, I will praise you, Lord. In the dead of night, I'll lift my eyes, I'll lift my eyes to you. Though the waters rise, I'll lift my eyes, I'll lift my eyes to you. While there's hope in this heart, I will praise you. Sorrow comes my way